0: Amanda Seals, how is everybody doing out there on this Tuesday, September 12th, 2023? It is National Just One Human Family Day. Again, when they come up with these days, I'd be like, how? Why? Uh, It's apparently a day to reflect on the human race as a single family who share just one planet.
1: I feel like there was a better name for this day.
0: There absolutely (laughs) was. And it definitely feels like I don't see color day. Which that'd have been a better name.
1: I don't know. That that would that would have made me. a bit be more clear, I guess. Fair versus better. I, I, I understand what that means.
0: But it is also National Hug and High Five Day, so y'all, buy somebody to hug and high five. All right, we are here all day long at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, call us up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We're gonna go in the comments a little later, by the way, just because people have been leaving comments on my page that make me confused and confounded. What else are we going to be doing today?
1: Um, later today, the Philadelphia man, Eddie Izari, who was fatally sat, fatally shot by police and police reportedly lied about what happened. But there is a video. So we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that situation out of Philadelphia. Also, why did Diana Ross skip out on Lana Richie? Diana thought it, this was a good excuse. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. Also on today's Big Up Down, Drew Barrymore let us down. Dang, Drew. Mm-hmm get into that so sorry so sorry got yeah, 60 second headlines but also this hour Tiffany Haddish is explaining one reason actors are still striking also what country is blaming women for low birth rates
0: we just can't get a break women they just be always putting us in it why are we in it oh because we have the universes all right well we'll get into all of that uh, remember to follow us on social media at Seal Said It you have chosen the right place to get your laughs and your facts this is the Amanda Seal Show where we listen laugh and learn we'll be right back a Man and Steele Show on in Steele, and it's time for some black and news. Okay, so let's go to South Korea. Okay, South Korea apparently now has the lowest birth rate in the world, mm. and women are being blamed, surprise, for choosing <laughs> not to have children. The president of South Korea, Yoon Suk-yeol, suggests that the cause of their birth rate being 0.78 children per woman it's feminism. What? It's blocking healthy relationships. He also says that there's heterosexual marriage that is getting re- re- just reducted because of <laughs> radical South Korean feminists. <laughs> they also are mad about childbirth, dating and sex. That's what he said.
1: He can now, be a Republican.
0: <laughs> all, w- facts. <laughs> so in honor of football season officially starting, I decided that I need to call some flags on this play. Okay um so you got referee seals here i don't have a whistle but i just want you to imagine so yeah (laughs) um i'm gonna call some flags on why there's probably why there's legitimate reasons that women may not want to have children in 2023 okay so let's the first flag that we're calling on the play (laughs) south korea has been ranked as one of the most expensive countries to raise a child
1: in really
0: So if you are somebody that is like being thoughtful Mm -hmm. about wanting to make sure that your baby has what it needs, Mm -hmm. you might look around and be like, if I can't even afford to feed myself. Right. How am I going to afford to feed this baby? Can't. And when you (laughs) see like a a most expensive country situation, that means that everything is expensive. Right. Right. So food, gas, lodging, clothes, et cetera. Who's trying to. (laughs) The
1: Black that City High song. What would you do?
0: What would you do if your parents at home and scared but it was got second flag on the play. Ooh. According to economists, South Korea tends to prioritize work life mm. over family life. So I'm looking at President Yoon suk Yeol and asking, is there maternity leave built mm-hmm. in? Are there... Um it do they have allowances for PTO mm-hmm. for you know um childcare like do the do the businesses have childcare attached to them right. like these are very real concerns for people who are having children or choosing not to and if you already have an incredibly high expensive economy mm-hmm. that means you're going to have to work a lot
1: getting bills <laughs>
0: when do you have time in the middle of that to take care of a baby let alone to make a baby
1: you don't. Maybe are we, like, are we smashing break? in
0: the, like, where, where's it happening? Are we smashing in the break room? How's it working? We might have to like work through your lunch too. Right. <laughs> Listen, you're working through lunch. <laughs> you're working at home. Mm-hmm. What are we, what are we doing? This, there's a logic that's missing from this. Hence the flags on the play. Ooh, another flag. There's a lack of equality for women in South Korea. So when we see things like, the lack of equality for women in South Korea, we remember that men don't have to carry your child. They don't have to give birth. So if there is already a lack of equality, how is that going to show up when these women who are now going to be tasked with having a baby and birthing it, how are they going to be supported if the man isn't around? Right. See, the reality about this is that a lot of women and I can't speak for South Korea, but I can speak for America. And our birth rate, I think, is at one point six six. A lot of women have just really become a lot more thoughtful with how they can best show up for their child, Mm -hmm. how they can best show up for themselves. And that, to me, is something that a lot of people have an issue with women considering themselves beyond being baby makers.
1: Need babies. So can work.
0: Ah, That's really how they be thinking. (laughs) And the other thing that I want to bring to the attention of everybody is have you seen this world? Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people are really like, mm, I'm not really sure if I'm trying to bring a baby into this BS. So, South Korea, president, get your act together. It ain't got nothing to do with feminism. And everything to do with all the things that we just listed right here in the game. Okay, you on the sidelines, you need to get in the game so maybe you can see what you can do to fix it in your leadership position. What do you think? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's 1-855-262-6328. Up next, Tiffany Haddish shares what she thinks uh, about one of the reasons actors are still striking. We'll talk about it here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all! Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, Tiffany Haddish, she's an actress, mm-hmm. she has some things to say on a recent interview about why she feels actors are striking. Let's check it out. My very first movie I ever did that I was a star in, I was homeless while I was shooting that movie. Uh, I, I, they were supposed to pay me $1,200 to do the movie. Uh, I wasn't in a union. It was a non-union film, so there's nothing I really could do about it. They never paid me. They never paid me a dime. The producers gave me ten DVDs and said, "Sell those. Good luck." <laughs> and I never saw the movie. Then Girls Trip comes out, 2017, and that movie is all over BET, VH1, uh, you know, one uh, the one TV, this network, then this streaming. It's everywhere. That movie, and I don't get a dime. It's the worst movie. I it's it's the second worst movie I was ever in. And I wonder what the first. Is. Not a penny. So I know that her, the way she worded it sounded a little confusing. She's not saying that Girl Trip was the worst movie. She's saying that after Girl Trips came out, the success of Girl Trip caused this movie to then be streamed in all these multiple places Mm -hmm. because they were probably able to license it based on her name. She doesn't get any compensation from that. She never got compensated from when she did it in the first place.
1: Some DVDs.
0: (laughs) This is a tried and true story for many people. I can tell you there's a number of jobs that I just never got paid for. Showed up, did the work. Handle it never got the check the person skated off ducked and ran like independent jobs yeah okay Mm -hmm. you know and i mean i even had a job that wasn't an independent job but i couldn't get paid for it because my agent had not read my contract and had put me in for another job okay and if i got paid for the other job it would have put me in breach of the contract okay So I couldn't get paid for the job I did because of the contract for a job that I had been finished, but that Mm -hmm. was still in existence. Okay. But guess who was, but guess who was still, no, that's a bad agent. That's a bad agent. If the agent had simply been for like forthcoming and said, okay, I mean, you know, because when you have these job these contracts, like it'll be like, you have to get permission.
1: Okay. So then
0: the agent has to go to them and say, Hey, you know, and if, especially if you're not even shooting anymore. They're mm. not going to, like, stand in your way. Right. But if you don't do that.
1: You broke the contract. Come now on. got to pay you.
0: Yeah. So that was a doozy. And thankfully, I was able to move out that situation and get a new agent who did what needed to get done. And I genuinely am not sure if I got
1: paid. Was it a lot of money on the table? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. And I'm genuinely not sure if I got. I need to ask
1: Jesse Collins. So just in a little back. text. Like, hey.
0: I genuinely <laughs> need to ask him. Um. <laughs> But, you know, the question is, like, have you ever sold yourself short and accepted less than than you're worth? Because, like, she got paid 12. She was supposed to get paid 1500 no, $1,200, $1,200. And we believe the movie is urban demographic. We did some research and that's what we think she's referring to. We're just alleging.
1: Right. We're just alleging. I mean, it was in 2005. DVDs in 2005 were. It was a thing. A, a thing so. I have a
0: very extensive <laughs> DVD collection. Um, But I mean selling yourself short especially in like show business is just like that's became part of the business the same way that Mm. like we saw puff daddy giving all the the um
2: the the publishing
0: back to the artists and people are like this is a big deal because that was the that was the course right and so what we're striking about in many ways is that this can no longer be the course like Mm. there has to be like real things put in place to protect people i mean for for what it's worth she wasn't doing a um a union thing so it wouldn't have been protected but the idea that like Y'all just talent.
1: I ain't got to pay you.
0: Yeah, like, just do it. Like, you're going to be, you're going to get paid in exposure <laughs> is not Well, it seems like
1: she put exposure on the movie because she got, she had to go do, do another movie for the movie to be on stream. <laughs> so clearly, I which is all the is why right. she should get
0: compensated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's really that. This is, which is why she get, she should get compensated. You know, there's been, there's been many a job, y'all, that I have done. It's like, damn. But the reality is also your self-worth and your market worth are two different values mm-hmm. that sometimes take some time to even out you know what your what your capabilities are but the market is like yeah but I ain't
1: seen you do nothing yet so especially in like for some people like in a black space they got a high market rate and they try to go to like the quote unquote mainstream audience like we don't know we yeah we're he's trying to give you that it's like all the Negroes know me they know me household name they like never we heard don't. of it we never seen that shit sorry to this man there you have it y'all you have it, what are your
0: thoughts? 1855 men 8. That's 18552626328. We got six second headlines. When we come back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. It's time for Jeremiah Like the Bible to hit you with some 60-second headlines.
1: All right. First up, New Mexico governor issues a 30-day ban on carrying guns in public in Albuquerque.
0: This is a really big deal and could definitely set a precedent because we all know that New Mexico is also
1: the Wild Wild West. So for them (laughs) to be doing it, that's saying something. Literally. Also, Dollar General has pledged $2.5 million to Jacksonville organizers after a racist shooting. We all know that
0: the Dollar General is, of course, with the site of the most recent uh, white terrorism that took Mm place.
1: I'm happy to see this happening so fast. And speaking of giving out money, Drake gave 50K to a fan who spent their furniture money on the show's tickets um, to come see him perform in Vegas.
0: 50 fans? I don't think the furniture was that much.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm It couldn't have been. Also, former British... British Caribbean colonies plan to send letters demanding an apology and reparations for slavery for the British royal family and other British institutions involved in the transatlantic Atlantic slave trade.
0: This is so British. <laughs> like, this just shows you how much the British rule has still, like, Implemented itself into Caribbean culture. That the way mm. they're fighting this is through a strongly worded letter.
1: A letter. Keep um, calm and carry on. And lastly, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's second baby's name has been revealed. The baby name is Riot Rose Mayers. That's a beautiful name, y'all. That's the kind of Riot name you get Rose. tattooed on you
0: that is ain't even your name. <laughs> it's not even your name. <laughs> Those are your sixty-second headlines, y'all. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Jeremiah, tell the people where they can check us out.
1: Well, if they miss any part of the show, they can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Go on your little phone, type in the podcast app, and type in Amanda Seals Show. Let's go pop right on up.
0: There you go. All right. Now, last week, we talked about positive images in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And uh, so maybe you want to talk about that. Hit us up, one eight five five 855 eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. 262
2: 6328 Who's on the line? Hey, Amanda, what's going on? This is Ra from Uptown. Let's get into this hip-hop discussion real quick about okay. uh, conscious MCs and, the, and why we don't hear them and see them that much. And most of the reason why we don't hear and see the conscious MCs because it was a systemic or, or it was a plan situation to kind of stop conscious MCs and positive MCs from happening now they still happen but the problem is you're going uphill when you're trying to be a conscious MC, you know because they they fund the thug and starve the scholar right so you don't get to hear on the radio most deaf talib kwali uh even pharaoh manch you don't hear rod digger You don't hear a lot of positive artists, um, you know, who have non-violent rhymes and whatnot. You know, all the stuff you hear is usually about trapping, pimping, and the degradation of Black folks, women, and a whole bunch of other garbage. But anyway, love your show. We up, we up, we up.
0: Thank you. I mean, so I was really in the midst of hip hop during the era of those artists, like, real, like, Mm -hmm. prominent times and the thing about it though was that it's not that they were just conscious artists but they were considered underground artists so they weren't on labels that really had a lot of money to spend on promotions to send to spend on people going to the radio stations like right. this was at a time when like you needed your record to be serviced That's someone had to go to the record station and record to, to the radio station and be like hey play this record and payola was a huge part of this so if you didn't really have that kind of money it really wasn't going to get pushed like that like Pharaoh Monch Get the f up like that was a record that was played all over the place in new york Mm -hmm. you know but like there was also a time where that just didn't feel like a national record right like they would choose like who's considered like a national artist so i think that was also the part of the reason i gotta say though just if i'm keeping it a buck the other reason why conscious artists a lot of times don't get burned is because you cannot play their music in the club
1: oh I didn't think about that okay
0: and a lot of times the music that you're hear- hearing on the radio is the music that you're hearing in the club mm-hmm. it's the music that you're hearing in the mall like it's music that has a beat to it etc and when we talk about like all the negative images and stuff like well where better else to play that than in the club club you know the, the sex and the lucidity and the <laughs> you know and the, and the and the drinks you know what i'm saying like when you in the club and you drinking and you hear hiding like these in the night from life you know, you're not really like inspired to spend money. Right. So I think it really comes down also to capitalism. And there was a while there where conscious artists were also notorious at not making like bops.
1: That's true. You could rap, but this song ain't bopping.
0: So like Mos Def, what's the song that everybody knows for Mos Def? Yeah, I know, I can't afford to stop Miss Fat Booty. <laughs> like, no, I think most of
1: us think of uh, him acting, ironically, not even the music. There you go.
0: <laughs> I mean, he was saying like Talib Kweli, like, why don't we hear Talib Kweli on the radio? And it's like, Talib Kweli ended up, did he did have a song on the radio, Get By, was a conscious record. This morning, I woke up feeling brand new. And that was produced by Kanye. Mm-hmm. But the production of that record was... Up tempo, it was strong, it More had commercial. it had a vibe to it, yeah. So that's I think why a lot of them artists don't make it to that space either. Cause I would consider Kendrick and J. Cole conscious. Well Ross said it's a conspiracy
1: by the man take down the conscious rapper.
0: I mean there there's also that. <laughs> I think it's a myriad of reasons. What do y'all think? One eight five five man eight, that's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We got more Blacker news. We're going to go to Philly. Shout out to my Philly listeners. Um, we got to talk about Eddie Irizarry, brother who was uh, a brown brother who was fatally shot by a police officer while he was sitting in his car with the doors locked. At the big up down as well. And keep it like right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Steel Show. We up. we up. we are. We are. We are. We- show I am Amanda Seals happy birthday to everybody out there on September 12th it is also 2 Chains. I wonder if 2 Chains plays his birthday song on his birthday
1: oh I mean he better get them streams <laughs> in this industry
0: <laughs> it's also Busy Bone of Bone Thugs and Harmony bum, 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 bum. I bet you miss my Uncle Jaws, y'all and it's also the late Barry White's birthday so somebody's like I miss my Uncle Barry y'all alright it's also Ruben Sutter's birthday I'm That's sorry I'm sorry
1: What do we got Coming up this hour Coming up this hour We have Black year News Obviously We're gonna talk about Eddie Irizarry The man who was fatally Shot by Philadelphia police While sitting in his car Also Why did Diana Ross Ditch Lionel Richie's concert Plus we have the Big Up And Andrew Barrymore Unfortunately Is getting let down y'all Andrew Didn't think this would gonna happen to you But here we are <laughs>
0: That's all going down right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. Keep it right locked. Keep it locked right here, I mean. And remember, if you miss any of our show, you can check out our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of our podcast, Small Doses. This week, we got Lene Vanille, Side Effects of Parking Lot Pampion. All right. She's going to keep it black and she's going to keep it brief. So check that out where you get your podcast as well. You can also watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right. Well, it's the Amanda Seal Show. We're still here, so don't go anywhere. Hey, man, still show on the man's heels. It's time for some black Uric news. Okay. The reason I'm going to break this story down is because when I saw it on Instagram, it was a story that was literally titled, why isn't this viral? Mm-hmm. And I know my Philly folks have been on this because it's been going on for a month. Um, but we got to talk about this on a national scale because it is yet another example of police violence. The Philadelphia police officer who fatally shot Eddie Irizarry during a traffic stop last month has officially been charged with murder after the releasing of body camera footage of the violent encounter. The police were caught in a lie about what happened because they initially reported that 27 year old Eddie Irizarry was driving erratically in North Philly and they said he got out of a car with a knife and threatened the officers. However, a month later, the family's attorney released a neighborhood surveillance video that contradicts those claims in full. The video not only shows Irizarry in the car with his windows rolled up, Mm -hmm. the doors were locked. The cops got out of their car, drove. Sorry, the cops pulled up, jumped out of their car and started firing into the window of this man's vehicle. Before even saying anything. and the unedited footage, it also shows the officer Mark Dial saying, I will effing shoot you before firing six shots into this man's car through a rolled up driver's side window five seconds after exiting the police car. Then he was pulled out of the car by the officer and carried to the back of a patrol car and rushed to a hospital. Apparently, there's a law in Philly called like the C and Scoop Law, I think is what mm-hmm. it's called. And what it means is that if a police officer arrives on the scene of a shooting or of a stabbing before the uh, paramedics that they have, they, they have to put them in the police car and take them to the hospital.
1: Okay.
0: The DA, Larry Krasner said, Irizarry's family saw the footage and asked that it be released in its entirety. They did not want it to be edited. They wanted people to be able to see it. I actually, you know, I try my best. I I really curate, you know, whether I'm going to watch this type of footage, but something said for me to watch this. And I just, I got to tell you, it is It's going to make you angry all over again because it's completely avoidable and these cops get to do whatever they want. This cop is out on bail. Now, I don't know why as a violent offender, he would be out on bail. Like bail should be reserved only for violent offenders. I do not believe in cash bail for theft or, you know, um, anything that is not armed. Mm, However, this person is a menace. And the Philadelphia mayor, Jim Kenney, in a statement asked that the public remain peaceful and demonstrations and calls for accountability and urge patience as a full, thorough investigation is being com- conducted. And you know, the public, I ain't saying nothing, but what I will say is that I have yet to see peaceful get results. That's and true. when I say peaceful, I don't mean that you have to cause violence, but again, they go low, we get loud. And whenever we show up with our voices raised, we see results. Now, the frustrating part about this is that in a country where we have the right to free speech, we have the right to protest.
1: Yeah.
0: are always efforts being made to sequester, to suppress that by the same people that were protesting.
1: Yeah. Some people that gave us the, the right to. No, the cops did not give us. The oh, right. no, I mean like, well, I feel like the government also just in general is. But co-consider. I'm just saying like we're
0: protesting the cops mm. and the cops are suppressing the protest.
1: Yeah. Right. That's true.
0: So, I want to shout out to all our Philly brethren. Um, this is just yet another example of these police being completely out of hand. He does not deserve to have any level of qualified immunity. I hope that he is um, put under the jail and he should be absolutely remanded into custody immediately. What are your thoughts? 1855 Amanda 8, that's 1855 262 6328. Up next, why did Diana Ross skip on Lionel Richie's show? Skip out on Lionel Richie's show. She thought she had a good reason. <laughs> but we are gonna tell you what it is, all right? But again, all my Philly folks, if you are out in Philly and you can give us more on this inf- on this story and what's being done by the people, please call me up one eight five five Amanda eight. Hey, y'all! This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's time for some more Black News. Jeremiah, tell the people about this pop culture situation.
1: So you know Lana Richie, of course you do. It's Lana Richie, everyone does. Well, he said he's been inviting Dinah Ross to sing their famously "What Endless Love" on stage with him for. Thirty seven years and she keeps saying no. <laughs> but why did she say no this time? Let's take a
2: listen. Thirty seven years. Diana said no. What made you think tonight she was gonna
3: show up? She
2: ain't coming. Oh my God. She's over there singing happy birthday to Beyonce.
3: <laughs> Piss
1: me off.
2: She
1: was busy. It's busy amanda she had to go sing her birthday to beyonce but it begs the question what are some famous duets you would love to see like live and in person like there are a lot of famous duets
0: but wait why did she say no this time to sing fat breath is beyonce
1: she was at the uh beyonce's tour singing with her.
0: oh well that makes sense
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think lana was feeling he like beyonce birthday i've been playing for 37 years 37. I mean, and it was only Beyonce's 42nd birthday. It wasn't even like a big birthday. It was a big concert. It was. Now listen. She said, I could be at the forum. I could be <laughs> at the sofa. And she came out with her little fur in full Diana fashion. Listen. <laughs> she's like, your audiences are too small for me. Oh, I'm screaming. <laughs> but what are some other uh, duets you would love to see live? You know, there are a lot of iconic ones.
0: I mean, I think we all know that we would love to see Brandy and Monica do The Boy Is Mine because we were hoping that we would see that when they did their verses and it was...
1: Yeah, it was a bit awkward, but you know, it would have to be AI,
0: I think, for it to actually
1: happen. Um, yes, They've only performed like once, I think, and they said they had a little melee beforehand. It was at the green, like MTV Awards like, one Maybe I the MTV Awards. I want to see, speaking of Monica, Monica and Ashley have this song, um, hey, Slow Dance. I love that song so much. And I'm like, I would love to see them just in person give us that. It feels like I'm like, would y'all like kissing back backstage, making this uh... Song? Oh wow! 'Cause like the like you have people have like good mu- musical chemistry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, would y'all in love? We didn't because 'cause y'all really like playing up a slow jam. I
0: mean, Atlanta, you know. <laughs> um, Nelly and Kelly dilemma. Like, I think we all want to see. Kelly, you know, send that, <laughs> send her um, Excel spreadsheet text Is she on stage wear live. Yeah, of course. She's going to do the whole thing. <laughs> He's going to wear his bandage. She's going to wear Band-Aid. her red wig. And that's how it's going to go. <laughs> um, other, other duets that I would want to see. You know, I got to tell you, we don't get enough duets there is um, like songs that I like that are like vibey, but mm-hmm. like I don't want to see you perform. Like I don't want to see Janae Iko necessarily perform any of like her duets because like her, like she's not. It's not like explosive or anything. Right, you right. know, she's just like there singing, giving us the whole energy. <laughs>
1: you know, it's a good one. People Bryson and Celine Dion singing "Beauty and the Beast." I love that duet. And it's like to your point, it's a big, it's a big duet. It's not like
0: yeah, like I it's. I mean, it's 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 a torch song mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then we come behind it, and people would just stay on stage. Celine would exit stage left, and then we would have, um, come on now, Amanda, how are you forgetting? People Bryson also sang a whole new world. Right. With,
1: uh, I don't, I'm not the black lady. Oh, my God, I can't think of her name. But yes, that's another great duet. People's was on all the, all the songs back in the day.
0: Listen, she said, A whole new world. <laughs> Regina Bell.
1: Yes, Regina Bell.
0: That also, by the way, is like the most random R&B. Like, that that, loves you, that tells you that like Disney was definitely on some, like, we going in the bag. They
1: did. The soundtracks always had the people in, in the 90s. That was a a, a, a touch mark, a touchdown.
0: Well, I've I've definitely talked about that on the black spin because it's real. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, well that's there. There you have it. Lionel was upset. Said, piss me off."
1: Thirty-seven years,
0: and it's gonna be thirty-eight. <laughs> uh, what are your some? What are some of your favorite duets? One eight five five, man eight, or you know, just to be messy. What's a <laughs> duet that you were like? We didn't need that. Ooh. Y'all could have kept that. Y'all could have kept that. You know what's actually? It's not a duet. It's a trio that I would love to see perform live. What? Usher, Lil John, ah. and Ludacris, lovers and friends. I will pay good money to see that live. Alright? Coming up next, Big Up Let Down, Drew, Drew Barrymore let us down, and we're going to let you know why. Keep it locked. The Amanda yeah. Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up,
2: big up, let down. Big up, big up, let down. Digger, digger. Let down.
0: The Amanda Seals show it's your girl Amanda Seals here, and it is time for your
2: Big Up Big Up Down.
0: I do this every day. I give some props out for some dopeness and I get some blows out for some whackness. And today's big up goes to Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Myers, and John Oliver. Yes, these are the men of late night. Interesting how it's all men. <laughs> uh they're also all white. That's yeah. another conversation. Uh, but they have joined forces to launch a new podcast with all proceeds going directly to the out-of-work staff of each of their prospective shows. Oh. Yeah, so it's a special limited series podcast called Strike Force 5. Mm-hmm. set to have a minimum of 12 episodes. I think it's going on Spotify. Okay. But this is great because, of course, again, it allows his sta- their staff to still work. Right. Because podcasts are not covered under the strike.
1: Right, because they're like a separate medium, yes. so to speak.
0: Exactly. So, you know, we love to see folks thinking about their crew and using their <laughs> fame to help... Their actual following. I mean to help their actual like support system. So that's the up, up. Okay, so today's Let Down. In contrast, <laughs> Drew Barrymore has decided to resume production on her talk show, the Drew Barrymore show. Yeah. Even though the strike is is going on. Yeah. She released a statement saying, to be clear, our talk show actually wrapped on April 20th. So we Mm -hmm. never had to shut down the show. However, I'm making the choice to come back for the first time in this strike for our show. That may have my name on it, but this is bigger than just me. Okay, she's one of the executive producers. Um, I think it's kind of weird because I'm just like, like she doesn't say like, why? Like, she doesn't state, I mean, uh-huh. I don't know what the reason is, but ultimately, on a, in a strike, we all sit down unless it is not a part of the strike. Her right. show is on a network, and that network is a part of the AMTP, and therefore, uh-huh. she is a part of the strike. Now, game shows are not a part of the strike. right? Um, news is not a
1: part of the strike. So that's what I heard, that she's trying to say, this it's a news program. We provide news to the people. <laughs>
0: That's like me being on the reel and them trying to say we provide the news. That's what she was saying. I mean, if she is maybe doing it because she too is trying to get her staff employed during this time. You know, we don't know. Maybe there was another conversation when she said it's bigger than me. She said it's above me. Maybe the staff was like, listen, can we figure out a way to come back? Because we really trying to feed our kids. And if that's the case, then she can't really like sell them out. And she does have to like come out in front of it and take the L so you know can
1: they still go to work though
0: if it's a news program if it's classified it, and qualified okay. as a news program
1: <laughs> but to my knowledge, have to get that qualified first yes okay mm-hmm. so right,
0: <laughs> you know i've never taken her to be like a she's like rabble rouser so i don't mm-hmm. i think there's more to this um but on the surface it is a pig
2: up pig up down
0: We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Steele Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. We just had our big up let down. Drew Barrymore got a let down because she's bringing back her talk show, even though we're in the middle of a strike.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was trying my best to be like, you know, maybe she's like doing this for the for the staff, you know, because they they need to get money if they're struggling right now in the strike. But then I heard that apparently she her writers aren't even coming back um i mean there are more people on the staff than just your writers right but yeah i was doing i was i was doing a lot to try and look out then i heard that she apparently was saying like the, the world needs my show right now because i make people happy and it's like okay i sure let us know let us know your actual <laughs> thoughts <laughs> relax 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 um all right but we're gonna go to the phone lines because we want you all to call us one 855 8 that's one 262 6328
3: who's this What's up, Amanda and Jeremiah T.B.? That's what I'm going to call you for short. Um, okay. You have so many interesting things, and I want—I don't know which one to pick. Styles P., Busta Rhymes, hmm. or Puffy, but I'm going to go with Busta Rhymes first. So I think it's something that we said when a uh, true lyricist comments on Biggie and Tupac and frame it in a way that doesn't discount the other person. And although he said that Biggie was better, he also shared some insight on what Tupac has. Like you mentioned before, he's a poet and his, his expression comes through his writing and the way that he performed what he writes. So I agree with Busta. You know a lot of people are going to go back and forth but that's just the fact of just merely just to say one versus the other but they two, both of them can be great but in two different ways so yeah have a great day
0: i agree and i think it's also interesting you know he considered buster to be one of the best lyricists i don't think buster really gets enough credit as an MC because he's such a performer that it feels like that's where people usually mm-hmm. land but you know, Busta been rapping. He be rapping. And he's got, like, uh, his own style and cadence that no one has ever been able
1: to mimic, so. To so this, uh, to the college point, do you feel like, because in my head, I feel like people do, like, best rappers or whatever. I'm like, it's hard to kind of say, like, what are we considering the best? Because Busta kind of, like, um, broke it down. Like, this person's more of this, this person's more of that. So it was kind of like, what are we, what is our criteria?
0: I don't think there really is anything as, like, the best. I mean, ultimately, there's, like, buckets, right? Mm-hmm. Is it based on, you know, your ability your sustainability right you know also your ability to like make hits that are lasting you know classic records your impact on the people mm-hmm. um your actual like skill level you know so you have people that fall into these buckets i mean i think most people would say that jay-z is the most consistent across those like buckets
1: all encompassing
0: yes Some because folks got impact
1: and no hits with right. no rhymes
0: <laughs> so there's a lot of that you know like or you have people who you know have a really niche following you know they have yep. a really like strong following but they just never really became like s- like um mainstream. They- mainstream for their actual music right like i think like most death is a good example of that like you just said earlier in the show that you know most death from acting not right. even from his music like that which is wild for me because i mean I- that's how i know most def from like um, lyricist Lounge, and if you can hug, you can hear, and like underground records at Raucus and whatnot. So, shout out to the uh, caller. Love giving, love when anyone gives me an excuse to talk about hip hop, like from the era that I love. So, one eight five five 855 Manda 8 is the number, 1 Also, don't forget to call me up and tell me your things you learned this week. You know, that's one of my favorite things is to hear what you guys have learned. So, talk to me. We'll be right back. Amanda Seal Show. We are. We are, we are Amanda Seal show. I'm Amanda Seal. Today is Tuesday, September 12th, 2023 and it was on this day in 1969 that the Hanna-Barbera animated cartoon series Scooby-Doo mm. doo doo Where Are You? Ruh-roh. premiered on CBS with mysterious plots. A Great Dane and meddling teenagers. Never was a fan.
1: Really? It wasn't my show. What about someone who like owns like the actual well, I mean CBS probably but like there's a person who owns that IP because the way they regurgitate Scooby-Doo, baby, they making money.
0: Um, what's her name? Actually, put out a Mindy Kaling put out yeah. a show called Wilma. Velma. Velma. What did I say? Wilma. Well, I'm that's thinking this comes But um, Barbara. Yeah. Velma, and I don't think it did mm. really well. I didn't get a chance to see it because I'm not it. a
1: Scooby-Doo fan. <laughs> I saw it. It was you no. Know, they put the show together now that was sometimes that's the best thing you've worked hard and put something out
0: (laughs) all right well we worked hard uh every day here at the amanda seal show to put something out that Mm -hmm. makes you listen laugh and learn what do we got coming up this hour
1: this hour we got to talk about vice president Kamala Harris she says she's ready to be the commander in chief Amanda she's ready to put stuff into the big boy office but we need to figure out if she's ready for real for real also Ashton Kutcher's is under fire and his wife Mila Kunis were supporting former castmate convicted of rape also we're gonna head to the comments for a minute in the comments plus how black do we feel today
0: I mean honestly y'all there's so much to talk about, <laughs> so much to talk about. And we're going to talk about all of it. Remember to hit us up. 1-855-MAN-8. That's one We have got more show for you. So don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh and learn at the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals and this is Black Era News. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> Vice President Connelly Harris, um, she says she prepared to serve as president if necessary. She dismisses opponents attacks that the president is too old to seek a second term, but she was on CNN and she was asked about her readiness to lead and this is what she had to say.
3: Are you prepared to be commander in chief?
0: Yes, I am. If necessary, but Joe Biden is going to be fine. And let me tell you something. I work with Joe Biden every day. The work that under Joe Biden's leadership, our administration has accomplished is transformative. I think the American people most of all want a leader who actually gets things done. I don't think anybody at this point in large numbers really, really believes like we have any idea who Kamala is.
1: And yeah, that's sure In a real way. We have like a, a figment of like who she is. But like-
0: no, I, I I have no clue. Who she is. I literally have no clue. Like I know the laugh, you know, but ultimately mm. throughout this presidency, she's been very tucked, you know, mm. and she for she's had quite a few foibles um, in terms of just like things that she has said that were to me a bit out of pocket. Um, But I guess the vice president role, I mean, that's such a difficult position to be in. Like, you're really close to president, but it's like your opener as a stand-up comic. (laughs) Like, your opener can't be funnier than you, Uh but they still need to set you up. So they still need to be funny. So that's a real, like, balancing act to manage. And I feel like that's the VP. It's like, you can't be, like, out here, out-presidenting the president, but you also have to be, like, the wingman that makes it all make like it's looking together and Mm -hmm. I just feel like she hasn't really done that but I would love to hear from you guys like what would Kamala Harris need to prove what we need to do to prove that she is ready to be commander in chief. Hit me up. one 855 8 That's one 262 We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Amanda Seals here. And we've got some more black ear News. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. You saw them on the black, on the, sorry, the black 70s show. <laughs> you saw them on that 70s show. And they have apologized Because they wrote a series of letters to a judge asking for leniency in the sentencing of their former co-star, Danny Matheson, who was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison after he was convicted of raping multiple women in the Church of Scientology two decades ago. So he was convicted of raping, two, but he was accused of more. And uh, Kuchar and Kunis then came out with a joint video that was clearly done in their backyard that their publicist definitely told them to do, and this is what they said.
3: We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson.
2: We support victims. We have done this historically through our work
3: and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing.
0: The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling.
3: They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re traumatize them in any way. Okay, We've they're undermining the
0: right. validity of We're sorry, it, that,
3: that has sense. taken place.
0: Our heart goes out to
3: every- They bad, No, actually. your heart
0: doesn't go out. Like, stop. Like, here's the thing. When you mess up, you need to be like, okay, y'all. We see how you, we see how this was not good. Mm -hmm. We see, we see, we see that. Like, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in this situation where someone I know was convicted of some type of like really heinous crime.
1: I can write no letters. I can't do it. But I just,
0: (laughs) you know, (sighs) I feel like there's something to be said for like, okay, this person is a screw up, but we don't want them to be like under the jail. But I think that's like a prayer, not
1: <laughs> a letter.
0: <laughs> so I think it's, um, I think it's unfortunate though, that, that they didn't see that themselves. That they didn't realize how deleterious that would be um, To just, you know, their their reputations, but also just like to the realities of the scenario. You are ultimately saying that you knew this person's character and that somehow is supposed to hold value mm. as they are now being convicted of really, really heinous crimes that speak to their character as well. But you're like, yeah, but they were not. He was nice to me. So, you know, don't judge him too harshly because he was nice to me before he came over here and violently uh, change these women's lives forever. So I don't know. It's 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 really a doozy. Now my question to you all is if your favorite celebrity like came out in defense of someone in this situation, would oh. that change how you view them? Yes. You know? Because I think this is, you know, the question is like, is this real outrage, the internet outrage? But I'm curious, what do y'all think? 1855 Manda 8? That's 1855 262-6328. Keep it right here. I'm gonna go in the comments. Because people have been sending me some things. And we're going to talk about it when we get back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we are. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And it is time for Amanda in the comments. Amanda in the comments. Amanda goes in the comments. So this weekend, I posted a couple videos that people found very um, polarizing. People had very strong feelings about them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I posted them because... I agreed with the feelings. So one of the videos was this woman basically saying, you know, I understand why some women hate men, because any man that is holding up the patriarchy Mm -hmm. is a problem. The patriarchy has made women victims. You know, the patriarchy has killed women. The patriarchy has oppressed women Mm -hmm. and thus anyone who was holding that up like i can completely understand how you would not only hate the patriarchy but hate them for proposing and perpetuating the patriarchy so someone in my comments was like there's no such thing as a patriarchy you know there's no such thing as oppression everybody could do what they want to do men aren't oppressing women (laughs) etc so that person posted that then they posted another comment under somebody else's comment that was also nonsense and so i said listen if you post another nonsense comment, I'm blocking you okay. like you. He wasn't being disrespectful, but he was being just nonsensical and saying these things that are just complete untruths. Right. So someone responds and says, <laughs> I wholeheartedly disagree with this man. However, I ask you, why do you want to silence his voice just because he has an opposing view? We cannot silence others if we don't want to be silenced. And more importantly, we don't want to be like them. That's how that's called hypocrisy. How is what you're doing any different than what Governor DeSantis is doing with <laughs> books in Florida?
1: Not Governor DeSantis.
0: So I'll tell you how it's different. <laughs> One, it is different because I am not the governor of a state. Right. I am the owner of an Instagram page. <laughs> And I get to choose what I am receiving and what my followers are receiving on that page that pe- that they follow, mm-hmm. and that's my right. That is not the same as censorship because okay. this is my personal space. Right. This is not a government-run public space. Right. Okay. This is also not a scenario where I am. Banning someone From gaining access mm-hmm. To something else I'm banning them From gaining access To me
1: Right <laughs> Cause you can still say What you want to say Don't
0: say not... it on your own page <laughs> Right Go say it on your own page So that was a comment That I thought was Absolute nonsense But you know Again People love to hit me With the comments That are absolute nonsense You know Comments like this one Where someone said Um I hear you And you are correct And I'm tired of this strategy Okay she was referring to me saying, you know, when people say that we need to vote Democrat in this election, we're not saying because we're not saying it because the Democrats are going to be saviors. We're not mm-hmm. saying it because the Democrats are, um, you know, going to somehow like revolutionize things overnight. Right, we're right. saying it because in the long form strategy of what's going on in this country, we have to create inroads." For there to be opportunity for radicalism, revolution and education. Mm-hmm. These people have been playing the long game. We keep playing the short game of like, well, if we don't get it right away, then I'm going to cry. And I'm, <laughs> I'm taking my ball and going home. Right. For instance, like people didn't get Bernie's elect. Bernie didn't get his um, nomination. All of those Bernie Sanders supporters should have voted for Hillary just off of the strength of strategy. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just didn't vote. And then we got Donald Trump. Right. Which is A million times worse than if we had had Hillary
1: Clinton. Yes.
0: Especially if their goal was Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Very different. So when we say that, you have to say like, okay, there's strategy here. This person says, I'm tired of this strategy. Here's the thing. The strategy is not some crazy, like wildly fanatical type of thing. Like it's very basic. Mm -hmm. But when I hear people say things like, I'm tired of this. Like I'm just so tired of fighting. I'm so tired of us like just trying so hard. I'm like, do you understand slavery lasted for 400 years? (laughs) Long time. Then there was post-Cennebellum slave laws. Mm. Then there was Jim Crow. You didn't live through none of that. And you tired? You're tired, but you ain't got another plan? If you're so tired, what is your suggestion? I don't see it, y'all. I don't see it. But then ever so often, I get really dope messages like this one. Colonialism wasn't established overnight, so it will take (laughs) centuries to reverse it. We are not trying to abolish capitalism in 2024. The economy is spiraling and the government is steadily reducing our liberties while we bicker with each other on social media. A Republican president will not move us in the right direction. This election is simply about sending a message that the nation is watching. We laughed while Trump revived every demon we tried to banish in the last 50 years. America won't be recognizable if another Republican candidate wins the election for
1: president. And that was the kind of message you get me
0: Listen, <laughs> I'm inspiring. I'm inspiring folks to come with them with the with the knowledge. So I love that and I want to share it with you all. And I agree with her wholeheartedly, and uh, we'll continue to speak from this point of view. Shout me out one eight five five manda 8. That's 855 262 6328 We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here and it is time for another edition of How Black Do You Feel Today? Hey! hey, 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 hey. Alright, Jeremiah, I like the Bible. How Black Do You Feel Today?
1: How Black Do I Feel Today? Um, I feel, what's his name? Kehinde, Kehinde Wiley, Black. Oh, that's the artist all right yeah okay i thought so i was He's like basketball is right next to you see uh all come together because recently you know i have like old sketchbooks and i was like cleaning out my um like these boxes i had that i never <laughs> unboxed mm-hmm. and i was like oh let me just sketch in this, this sketchbook like just kind of like just doing it and i posted on instagram i was basically saying like oh you know every time i draw i feel like i hit like a wall like i feel like there's like i'm like i'm base level good at drawing but i'm not like amazing It's mm-hmm. like i would like to be and i'm like I mean, probably because I don't like practice a lot, but I just like I wish I was better. Then everyone commented <laughs> like, "Really? These these drawings are amazing. What are you talking about?" And I was like, "I mean, they're like good, but I'm like in my head, I'm like I want to be Picasso. I want to be able to like like it's, I think it's just in my head. What I want to be is way like higher than like the actual skill set. Um, but it was like I guess it's gave me new perspective. Everyone's like, "You actually are really good at drawing." And I'm like, "I guess that's true. You gotta sometimes you gotta take your wins, take your wins where they are." And sometimes, that's what you from that. Yeah, but also like. It's okay to do something just cuz and not be the best at it. Just like, oh, I, I enjoy doodling and yep. that's what we are. It ain't got to be, I'm about to open an art gallery after it is,
0: No, 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 <laughs> no. I mean, of course, and sometimes it's good to keep things as a hobby because you don't have the stress of, you know, putting the commercial
1: space in them. I know, but I like to be good at stuff. So I like to be amazing. I'm like, you can
0: be amazing at a hobby.
1: No, I mean, I feel like once I get amazing, I'm like, oh, I'm amazing at this. How, how far can I take this? What else do you consider yourself amazing at? Um, what else do I consider myself amazing at? Yeah, you say you like to be amazing. I don't think I'm amazing at anything, honestly. I think I'm so good what at a are lot you of things. About? I mean, I, 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 I want to be amazing sometimes. I feel, like, I feel like there's always the goal of like, I want to be the best at this, but I don't think I'm amazing at anything. I think I'm pretty solidly good at a lot what of things.
0: What is the effort? So you say you want to be
1: amazing at these things. What's the effort
0: that you put in to become amazing at them? I
1: ain't say that now. I ain't say I put effort in there. That's what I want to. Like, sometimes you want stuff and you don't get it because you don't apply to it. Uh, but then again It's not something I actually Really care about That's part of it too It's like I actually Don't really care about this thing I think it's mm-hmm. more so like Society's like You gotta be A 10 in everything you do So I'm like I gotta be a 10 Versus like True You could be a 5 And move on with your day But how black like, do you feel today?
0: I feel Probably how Beyonce feels After oh. she does like A bunch of shows Cause my throat is sore oh. <laughs> And I feel like I've been talking A lot And Um because I spent like all last week doing press, like mm-hmm. flying around, talking, doing the screenings. Like now we back doing my funny. I mean, sorry, doing small Smart doses, essay. et cetera, et cetera. And so after the show, I'm about to be real quiet. I'm about to just be real. In a world
1: tour, eh?
0: I'm gonna. I'm on an award tour with Muhammad, my, my man, <laughs> going to different places with a mic in my hand. So that's how I feel. Because you know, I wonder if Beyonce talks during the day. Because a lot of singers don't.
1: I think. At, at that level she's performing I don't think you really can like I just probably want to talk she like I don't
0: no I'm just saying for preserving your vocal cords right it's like a whole you know like even today like um, I was driving the car and I turned off the air conditioner because I remembered Aretha Franklin when she was doing uh, bh one Divas would mm. not let them put on the air in the in the concert hall because really? it was going to affect her vocal cords.
1: Queen of soul. She said, <laughs> cut there. Everybody's sweating.
0: When we come back, we got more Black Green news. We got politicians say the darnest thing. Six second headlines. Big up, let down. I mean, it's just so much. Mm-hmm. So much. So keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Now, if you have not checked out my uh, political comedy documentary, in Amanda We Trust, you can still check it out. It's available at anamandawetrust.com. All you got to do is pay a $5 fee as the uh, newest member of our Seal squad. My, that's my uh, my Patreon. But you can also, of course, get the documentary. So you're getting two things that are going to serve you and serve you well. So I hope you you will check that out at inamandwetrust.com. It is time for the word of the day. I have never seen this word before. The word is redound, not rebound.
1: Okay, that's where I was going.
0: Redound.
1: Redound, redound. To, so re is to do something again. So to, I don't know what down means. D-O-U-N-D. N-D. This even has an interesting spelling. Okay. to to downed again
0: (laughs) it is a formal word Mm -hmm. that when paired with a word means to have a particular result it's very confusing so like it Uh. redounds to someone's credit is used to say that a person deserves credit for having done something redound to the advantage of means to benefit someone or something so like It redounds to his credit that he worked so hard to prevent a crisis. These are one of those words, though, where I'm just just like, do we need this word?
1: I was going to say, I don't think this is one of my vocabulary. I don't think it's going to make it.
0: It redounds to his credit. So it is...
1: Even that sentence.
0: (laughs) It redounds to his credit that he worked so hard to prevent a crisis. So it's basically paired with the word. It means that it's like a representation to this.
1: Because of his Mm -hmm. blank. Okay. It's so more like a, it's on, yeah, it's a weird word. Tricky. Yeah, it's
0: kind of like adverb-y.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Adverbs always trip me up. They always trip me up. But we're not going to trip y'all up. We're going to keep doing what we always do, which is give you the goods, the facts, and the laughs. So what do we got coming up this hour?
1: Coming up this hour, we have Politicians Say The Darndest Things, also 60 Second Headlines, in case you missed it, plus the big up letdown. Shout out to the late, ho- late night host for doing something really incredible for their writers.
0: All those things and more are coming up right here on The Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for Politicians,
3: Politicians Say the, say the things.
0: things.
1: All right, today's politician is 68-year-old Senator Tommy Tuberville, and he responds to the U.S. Na- Navy Secretary Carlos Toro's criticism on his military hoes.
2: There's no second place in war, okay? We have to have the best, and right now, we are so woke in the military, we're losing recruits right and left. Uh, Secretary Del Toro over the Navy, he needs to get to building ships, he needs to get to recruiting, and he needs to get wokeness out of our Navy. We've got people doing poems on aircraft carriers over the loudspeaker. Uh, It it is absolutely insane the, the direction that we're headed in our military, and we're headed downhill, not uphill.
0: This is from a man who has never served a day in the military. Um, So for the record, I was reading up on this and Mm. a lot of people in the military were like, we do that all the time. Right. Like we're on boats. We're... Our infatries are away for lots of time. And so people read things over the loudspeaker Mm -hmm. as a way to pass time, as a way to build morale, Mm -hmm. as a way to keep our humanity. They were like, you know, these are not like a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. And when he said that there's so much wokeness, I feel like that's what he was trying to say, that they're weak for reading poems versus like, what should they be doing? Like, why aren't you all shooting people? Right. Why aren't you busy shooting people? You know, the other part of it with Tommy Tuberville is that he was never even a great coach. So it's like you went from being a mediocre coach to now they put money behind you just like they did Herschel Walker. Because he really is a white Herschel Walker. Like, they're just like, what are you talking about? And then he was put in office. He has no skills. He has no actual experience. When you say things like there's no second place in war. Yeah. Like, there is. There's wars. Have many different outcomes, and to mm-hmm. be honest, you know, there's some wars that we are like, who won? I was gonna say Vietnam War, folks. Like, what, what, what even was this? So I just think uh, it's it's really scary that this is the person who's holding up the. So that's also why the general. So I mean, the U.S. Navy Secretary Carlos Del Toro. The fact that he would even have to hear Tommy Tuberville must be so maddening to him. But Tommy Tuberville is refusing to vote on something and so like basically he's saying that he will not place his vote on the committee that he's on mm-hmm. which is preventing the military from being able to uh, advance people into their next phases of their careers right. so it's preventing people from being um, promoted mm-hmm. it's preventing people from being put into like captain and and uh, leadership positions general positions etc and the whole reason is because the military covers the expenses of abortions. Really? Of their of their soldiers, yes.
1: And I know this.
0: So he is saying that the military is woke for covering the expenses of their soldiers. Now, explain it to me. So you do you do you want pregnant soldiers?
1: They don't want that either. That on a ship, mm mm. you ain't pregnant on the ship. So this is what that's about. And it's a, never mind. Go ahead.
0: This is what that's <laughs> about, and it is maddening, and it also is not safe because it means that there's like literal like vacancies mm-hmm. in these like high ranking positions in the military right now. So you're simultaneously saying that the military is weak while you are the active cog in the wheel that is weakening the military. You right. are the, the frisher in the armor. Cause we can't use the other word because now it's racist. <laughs> there you go.
1: We can't get canceled on the radio. No. <laughs>
0: So that's it. That's that. When we get back, we got 60 second headlines, all the stories that we couldn't get to right here on the Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's head on out of here. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We've been here all day giving you all nothing but the facts and the laughs. Jeremiah, tell them what we missed. Tell them what they missed.
1: Well, we definitely had to cover the fatal shooting of, of Eddie Irizarry um, by a Philadelphia police officer. That's a big case that no one's been talking about on a national level, so we wanted to shed some light on that. Also, South Korea now has the lowest birth rate in the world, and they blame women. They say it's because of the feminism. Got to get rid of that feminism. But you you threw a f- couple of flags on the play, Amanda. Uh, On that one Also Tiffany Haddish Gave her um, point of view On like the actors And writers strike And Drew Barrymore Let us down Let us down
0: She did She Mm did And we're gonna talk about it So make sure you keep it locked right here At the Amanda Seals show Remember if you miss Any part of the show You can check out The latest show uh, Available wherever You get your podcasts right, stay connected With us on social media At Seal Set it And keep them calls And comments coming in 1-855-MAN8 That's 1-855-262-6328 Remember I love hearing The things that you've learned This week so make sure You let us know What you have learned Learned. All right, coming up on Wednesday's show, we're going to have all your Blacker news. We're going to talk about the Real ID Act. And is it really real or is it going to harm Black folks? Our Kelly victims have been awarded $10 million. Plus, we've got your Big Up Let Down and another edition of Politics and See the Darkness Things. All that is coming up Wednesday, hump day on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we are. We are.